The following is not to be taken seriously. Patrick and Ryan are not experts. They are semi-professional amateur hobbyists, and their views and opinions reflect as such. Welcome to Shiny Things This Week. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Ryan. And I'm Patrick. I'm the other host. And I understand it is your week to bring us a shiny thing. It is. Uh, But before we get into that, why don't you tell me, for the new listeners, what is a shiny thing, Pat? Yeah, so we've been been doing this uh, intro for a little bit, but just to reiterate, uh, shiny thing is one of those things that you are... um, you something you love to gush about, something you can talk about for hours and hours, and just something that you love to your very core can, until your friend just gets up and walks away, <laughs> and then you just keep talking because <laughs> and then you follow them, <laughs> you follow them, and they come back and you're still talking about it. Um, no, but it, it, it's just you know, it's one of those things. You know, the, the premise behind this podcast is you know something you're passionate about, something mm-hmm. that you get really animated, something you really love, and you want to enjoy with other people. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's in my mind what a shiny thing is. All right. So now tell me, what is your shiny thing this week? Uh, this week, my shiny thing it, are records. Records. Vinyl records. Vinyl, vinyl albums. Records. I'm not a gatekeeper. I'm not going to say there's one good way to say. so Because like people, some people on the internet are like, oh, no, they're not vinyls. They're records. They're vinyl records. Yeah. I'm not. I didn't realize that that was a thing. I mean, it's mostly Reddit, which, you know. Oh, well, okay. Then. Yeah. <laughs> that, there's nothing else <laughs> needs to be said. It tells me everything I need to know. Exactly. So, anyways. Um, yeah, so collecting vinyl records All right. is my shiny thing today. Uh, yeah, I, I just got into the just got into it probably, like, last year, I want to say. No, two years ago. Oh, okay. Like, if it was last year, like, you've told me how many vinyls you have. Yeah, two and years. if you just, okay. <laughs> two so years. Like, two years, that's still... Really impressive amount. Yeah. <laughs> Tell the audience how many vinyls do you have, Pat? Uh, around one forty. I I just got a new one and I haven't added, to, added it to my uh, catalog yet, so I need to update. Oh, that. you catalog them. Well, this is a spoiler alert, but I bought multiple records. I have I bought multiple records a couple times now because I forgot that I already had it. Uh, I've done that before, but not with anything that expensive. Well, it wasn't it wasn't an expensive one. It, Still, but regardless. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, how I got into it specifically is like yeah, I've always been a music guy, and I'm not gonna s- claim I'm not a, like I'm not a, like a, one of those audiophiles where like oh you can it only sounds good on vinyl. I can't listen to digital music. I'm like yeah, that's I've had a uh, one of my so in college when you have to take your like your general mm-hmm. electives and stuff at at my first college they kind of force you into like these sets mm-hmm. where like they, they they do all the general education things but they all fall within this set and one, mine was music mm-hmm. um and i had a professor who said who, <laughs> who who followed that line of vinyl is the most pure form of music and all i can think of is like but there's there's imperfections on the vinyl themselves the crackles and pops like that is by definition yeah. <laughs> not a perfect and recording people, and some people think that imperfection is the perfection yeah but like yeah i don't i don't get it either (laughs) and for me it's like i listen you know i'm well i don't you know i work from home i've been working from home for three years now but like i i had a commute i i go on walks i mow the lawn like i listen to music constantly yeah like i'm not gonna wait to listen to music at my records at, at, at my record player you know 
So uh, what kind of audiophile are you? Yeah, right. Um, but anyway, so I, you know, so I'm a huge music guy, uh, obviously, and I, I love music, and uh, and I've been looking for an excuse to get into it. Um, I, well, I was looking for an excuse. Just give me a reason. Yeah, really. It was like because I, I love the album artwork, and that's one of my favorite things. And mm-hmm. you know, I nerd about a couple of different album artists, and you know, whatever, and or album cover artists, I guess was the better term. But, uh, and, but so what really happened was there's this podcast, shout out to this podcast. It's not, I don't think they're still doing it anymore, but it was called crime town. Um, and it was a really good podcast. It was by the guys who did, um, HBO's the jinx. It was like the, that whole team. So they had okay. a like really good production quality. And basically what they did was they only have two seasons out. And so for the first season, uh, their whole premise was they went, they pick a city and they go into kind of like the recent organized crime about it, and like what, and what like, um, and like the players, the people behind it, and the, they kind of go through the story up until like the present day. Uh, that kind of answers the question I had: of Does Crime City have actually anything to do with crime? Because one of the podcasts I listen to, shout out to this podcast, is called Vent City, and it has <laughs> nothing to do with cities. It has everything to do with skateboarders and just the behind the scenes of skateboarding culture and stuff. And so I was wondering: Does Crime Town have like nothing to do no, with? It, okay, it's okay, absolutely but it does. Not, it's absolutely not crime. <laughs> so, the first, so the first season they they went into um, uh, a Providence, Rhode Island, and you know Buddy Cianci and the corruption and all that stuff. And how they like on Capitol Hill? That's where all the corruption is. I'm excited to see how this connects into vinyl. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, And so then, in the second season, uh, second season, they went into Detroit. So, Kwame Kilpatrick, Buddy, uh, not Buddy, um, Coleman Young, that that era of crime. They like they didn't go all the way back to the 20s and Mm -hmm. prohibition, like the rumor. But they specifically like focus on these two. Um, And so. I'm, I, I promise I'm getting to the music here in a second. Oh, take your time. And so they, uh, and so what they did they, is, I don't, I'm not familiar with the Rhode Island music scene, so I don't know if they did the same thing and I just didn't realize it. But for Detroit specifically, they picked all their music with Detroit artists, and so that, so that actually turned me onto a couple different artists. Um, and then they always ended and closed with the same song, and their closing song was this song I, I looked up on the credits. It was called Walk on Jagged Air by this band called the Dirt Bombs, which the Dirt Bombs is a great uh, ba- great kind of garage rock era band, like in the early 2000s. Like, they came up with like the White Stripes and that, like, that whole oh, scene. Like, okay, like you say the White Stripes, like I understand yeah. now exactly what the Dirt yeah. Bombs sound like. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're a little bit more... They're a little bit different, yeah, because uh, the White Stripes are pretty unique, but like... The, the genre, yes. that's that kind of music, yes. yeah. Yes, Um and this song did not exist anywhere online. It does not exist digitally at all. And so I don't know how if I don't know if they did what I did eventually when I got the record and they like analog recorded it to digital, digitized to, it. Then they digitized it, but there is no digital copy of the song. So I was like, oh, son of a. And so I'm like, well, okay, I don't know. And it's like I guess I could try and find this record. And so, you know, I started going to record shops and no one had it. And so finally I found Discogs, which Discogs is like the main, like it's a great tool where um, you can like uh, kind of upload your collection and then you can mark things like I want or I have, you know, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to sell have it. the same thing for like board games. Yeah. And so if you want to sell it, you can put it on there. And then, you, and so a lot of record stores do business online through it. Through it. Um, I don't, I'm, it's a just a good like music specific alternative to like eBay, 
but yeah, you can still find records on eBay, but I digress. Uh, so I found the album on Discogs and like, the, did you say that you wanted it and someone basically came forward and says, I have it? No, it, you can just search for the albums. Oh, okay. You, you can just it's, search for albums. It's less fun. Maybe yeah. You're like, this guy hooked me up. <laughs> like, <laughs> technically someone did, but you went to them. Yeah. You can just search for it and then like buy, but the thing is like you, you, you buy it and that kind of reserves it. And then you have like a certain amount of time, I think like 30 days or like maybe 15 days or something to actually pay for it. Hmm. And so that a lot just gives you some time, like for the record store, because this what this is what happened. The first like two or three tries, uh, the record store came back. I was like, oh, sorry, we don't we don't, we don't actually, have, actually it. have it. I forgot to update. Sorry. And it's like, oh, come on. Gosh darn it. Yeah. Gosh, gosh darn it, indeed. So and then the so then like the fourth and fifth time, this is the first time where I've double bought now because and part of it too is. Technically, once you reserve it, you are responsible for paying. Like you'll get in trouble. You'll uh, be cu- so you reserved it the second time twice. Realized- well, no, I because re- I, re- I, I I was like, oh, I'll play my odds because so, since I've struck out three times in a row, yeah, yeah. okay, I'll play so my- you d- you reserved two of them. Yes, and then you were on the hook for both of them. Yes, and yeah. they both came back like, all right, we're ready. You know, <laughs> we're ready. So I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I guess I have a backup just in case something happens. Yeah, to this. one to play and one to keep in the wrapper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is why people buy two pairs of shoes. <laughs> exactly. So I ended up. Um, uh, so the, you know, I got the album, um, and then I was like, "Well, if I'm going to get in this, I, I want a really nice, you know, record player." Yep. So I ended up buying some really nice speakers and a really nice record player. Um, and then it's just really all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, spoiler alert, I also collect mm-hmm. vinyl. Uh, not nearly to the, to the degree. And in fact, I didn't even know about Discogs, so that's a whole new oh, world. Yeah. Uh, but I did the same thing where, like, I want some vinyl. And then it's like, well, I can't not play the vinyl, yeah. so I might as well get this really nice Bluetooth <laughs> record player with these nice Bluetooth speakers. Ooh. So like, I, d- I did the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and so from there, uh, you know, like you said, with the, in another episode about comic book shops, there's also a lot of record shops. Mm-hmm. Um, you just got to look for them. And every city will have at least one. <laughs> um, and so since then, you know, that and then just going uh, uh Going antiquing too. Uh, yeah, I found that a lot of antique stores have a lot vinyl, of, a lot of records, uh, and that's where you'll probably find the cheap ones too. <laughs> yep. Um, People don't know what they have. Yeah, sometimes they don't, and then or sometimes they just don't care because they're like, I just want to get rid of it. And so yeah, like I said, that's just been every every time now. Like you know, there's a really nice one in Austin. Shout out to Wazoo Records and or not Wazoo, um, Waterloo Records. Sorry, uh, Wazoo Records is in. In uh, Georgia, I think. By uh, no, no. Anyways, I, it's somewhere. <laughs> man, Vazu Records is going to hear this and be like, "Man, come on!" I know. Get it right. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. Anyways, uh, you can Google it. <laughs> I'm sure there's like 50 Wazu Records in the country, but you know, and all of them now you're now on their hit list. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, you know, I, there, there, there. There's one by my parents in Austin. There's one by my fiance's parents. Uh, so every time we go, I have to. Every time I go visit, I'm like, oh, I gotta go check it. You know, I mean, I'm happy to see you, but I gotta go look yeah. at the store. And you know, that's part of it too. Now, now the rush of just like checking stuff out. Yeah, and no, like, I get oh, that. To find, you know, it's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, gotta scratch that itch and gotta find, find a new record that I want. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know, the flip side, and going back to kind of the original point of this, this song just was not available digitally the flip side of that is 
along those lines is there's a lot of stuff lately that like just people now because like uh, vinyls become super popular is like yeah. companies will release stuff on vinyl and like cool stuff like uh, uh, we alluded it to in the Metal Slug ep- episode if it you know if this is before or after but spoilers I did an episode about Metal Slug I have the Metal Slug one OST and the Metal Slug three OST. Right, and they did a little groove onto it that will repeat thank you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I have have a record like that. It was a record that they put out for Untitled Goose Game, (laughs) uh, which if you haven't played Untitled Goose Game, uh, you owe it to yourself to go play Untitled Goose Game. It's amazing. Uh, But they did, they they released an album. And so in the spirit of Untitled Goose Game, uh, they told me, like, okay, so it's going to be recycled vinyls so who knows what color it's going to be you'll find out when you get it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. also it's double grooved which means when usually when you start a record you put it on the record player Mm -hmm. and you're off to the races this that one groove goes around however many times and it Mm -hmm. plays all the songs untitled goose game has two groups (laughs) and you don't know which one you're going to put it down on until it starts playing it is pure (laughs) chaos And uh, just like on Tunnel Goose Game. And it's all piano arrangements of Mm -hmm. classical music and stuff uh, for this game. But like I said, I have no idea which one of four (laughs) possible outcomes because two for each side, right? Yeah. Uh, By the way, mine is translucent orange. That was the (laughs) the color it came in. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just stuff like that. And like going back to the Metal Slug records, they they came with a bunch of different like artwork and like... Uh, I forgot which one, but I think it was Mouse Hug Three, where they they have interviews with the composers and stuff. Oh, that's the music, cool. And they go like into like why they loved working on this project and so on and so forth. So it's like just extra, a lot of extras just show up. With that is newer. like the main reason why I collect them because mm-hmm. I see the artwork and go, it looks yeah, so good, abs- absolutely. And so I need it. Uh, oddly enough, I have two copies of the Metal Slug Three LSD, and that this one's not my fault. Okay. Um, <laughs> You <laughs> didn't see the look I gave him. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you. No, this one's not my fault. Uh, uh, when I was look, I was when I was living at my old apartment, I ordered it from Amazon, and I got the delivery notification that it got delivered. Um, and spoilers, it did not get delivered. And so, you know, I went through all the pro- like contact the office. Maybe they dropped it off there on accident. Maybe they dropped it off at the other drop off location on accident. Did not. Did, did your due diligence look everywhere? I did my due diligence. So I, I contacted Amazon. They didn't even dispute it. They just shipped me a new one. Cool. Um, I, I want to say like maybe like a month later, um, I go to check my mail. And in the, so we had like a little mail room uh, where they dropped. And someone uh, dropped it, it off and just had, wrote a note. Oh, sorry. I thought this was for me or like, but obviously this isn't, this wasn't. So really sorry for opening it, but this is for apartment, you know, yada, yada, my apartment number. Oh. And so I looked at it and sure enough, it was untouched, undamaged. And so I'm like, how, what? This person doesn't know what they gave back. <laughs> I'm like, how did it take, I got, obviously people travel, maybe they're, you know. But how did it take a month for them to realize it's not theirs? <laughs> yeah, so that's why I'm assuming they we should have figured it out immediately. Yeah. I, but it's just one of those things where they just, they kept meaning to give it back, but they yeah. never got around to it. It yeah. doesn't matter. No. You it, have two copies it, it of this OST. So, so no, I have two. Like, like you said, I kept one in the shrink wrap and. And one to use. One yep. to use. And uh, it was, that's really funny too. Um, so yeah, uh, that's. That's how I got into it. <laughs> All right. 
Well, aside from, you know, getting into it, what do you get out of it? Like, aside, like we talked a little bit about, like, you know, it's got to scratch the itch. It's fun mm-hmm. to look for things. You're on the hunt. Like, uh, I have a couple shiny things that are just like that, mm-hmm. uh, where, like, I could buy it online, but that there's gets rid of the thrill of the chase, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're trying to find this thing, and there's a, there's a fun aspect of finding it. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, and they, there's, you know, they do stuff, uh, you know, every year they do, because similar to like Free Comic Book Day, uh, they do a record store day. And so they, you know, different stuff will release. And like, oddly enough, um, uh, there's an album that the Foo Fighters released like two, three years ago, I want to say. No, it's th- it was probably like two years ago um, for Record Store Day. And it was specifically for Record Store Day. This does not exist. Was, well, it, it does exist online, but the full album does not. Like, okay. They put a couple songs on YouTube, but it's. And it's it's a cover album of Bee Gees songs. Oh my god! I need this. And well, and you even got confused because uh, when you came over for poker night, that's what I was playing when you got here. Oh, <laughs> and, and you even pointed. You're, you're, like, so... you're like, why are you talking about? You know, oh, you're listening to Bee Gees nights. I'm like, no, it's the and it's the Foo Fighters. Well, what they called it was they called themselves for this. They called themselves the DGs because <laughs> like Dave Grohl and DGs, <laughs> and like the album's like all you know sparkly and discoy. And they're, oh they're... man, I I didn't know I needed it this bad. But <laughs> yeah. I need it. Uh, so the, and they have a picture, like a little poster that came with with all the band, you know, recipes Taylor Hawkins. But you know, back when you still have all, you know, all five of them uh, dressed up in like seventies era disco clothes, like oh, walking away from like a blinged out jet. Oh my, it's it's amazing, it's fantastic. So stuff like that. Um, also, uh, you know, it, I love the rich, like, I love the ritualistic aspect. Um, there's something about it uh, where, you know, back in my apartment when I was working from home. Pretty much like every day, I would put on a record while making breakfast and stuff, and just like kind of call it, you know, just kind of get me into like a zen mood and just just stuff like that, mm-hmm. and just exploring. You know, again, I'm a huge music guy, but you know, some bands where you'll you'll have, know like their three hits or four hits or whatever, but then it's like they have like fifty different other songs that you might like. It's like okay, you know, yeah, and now it kind of forces you to you know, to kind of get into them and like, be like, all right, I'll check out these other songs. Or, you know, Steppenwolf is one of those bands where like, you know, they're two big hits and I love Steppenwolf to death. And, but even me like loving Steppenwolf and getting more into than the average person, I still have collected, I think all of their albums at this point and all their songs are like, Oh my God, they are, they're actually pretty they're good. Really good. <laughs> Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, so, just you know, stuff like that. I love, I love the ritual aspect, the the deep dives, and again, we've already talked about uh, the rush of finding. But, but yeah, that's, that's I got what a couple got. things actually to talk about on this one. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, I like I've been asked this a couple times. And I want to hear your answer to this. So, like, why do you think? Because right now, vinyl record sales are outselling CDs, mm-hmm. and I want to ask you, uh, in your own words, why do you think that is? Uh, I mean. CDs are weird. It's a weird situation where uh, CDs, I mean, digital streaming, that's Mm -hmm. really it. Because, you know, before that, we had to buy CDs to get our Mm -hmm. stuff. And we could, you know, upload it digitally, but it wasn't, uh, you know, iTunes was really kind of the only uh, store around the scene. So that CDs were pretty popular. Because, like, I even, like, probably even five years ago, vinyl hasn't exploded until like to what it is now and so you, you know there's still there were still record stores and people mm-hmm. were still into it but like 
before they're way more popular now before, like modern bands are putting out yeah new vinyl yeah and so the cds are kind of pointless now so if you want like a physical representation of your of this music that you want to kind of hold on and cherish and collect why would you get a little tiny square thing plastic jewel case you, when you could have the full size album artwork and like all the extras like and bells and whistles so it took you a little bit of a roundabout way to get there <laughs> but that's that was basically my answer too because yeah. my answer to that question is in this day and age of digital media streaming and mm-hmm. stuff where I could have any song I want uh, almost apparently I can't get that one song from the Dirt Bombs <laughs> uh, and almost any song I want uh, I recorded it just oh, want, now I can <laughs> anyway almost every song I could possibly want at the tip of my mm-hmm fingers spotify or pandora or youtube or whatever um if i'm going to own physical media why not own this literal work of art yeah and yeah jewel fun fine jewel case it works my car could play it Uh, you know spoilers (laughs) my car can't i don't have a cd player i don't think mine yeah Uh, mine might i don't don't remember (laughs) um but like so like it's not even worth it to get it for that aspect it's like i might look at this this piece of art which leads me into my Next question. I want you to tell me, because mostly because I want to tell you later, mm-hmm. uh, what is your favorite album in your collection? What makes it special? Oh, uh, I can. And my mind immediately goes <laughs> to, uh, well, and this is going to be my point. Uh, I'm going to start the, before I tell the story, I'm going to start with the point that I'm going to make. And <laughs> We're going to Tarantino it. We're going to start yeah, with the end and well, get back, go back to the beginning. And, and also two point, uh, I, the vinyl market these days, and it, and that's the thing too, is like getting a new vinyl isn't really that out of reach. It's not that no, expensive. It's, no, it's, yeah, that, it's like a basic uh, yeah. print is like 20, 25, 30 yeah. bucks. And then, yeah, exactly. Like they do collector's editions that are worth some more or less, you know, depending on, uh, and so it's like, it's not that far of a, you know, and then the discogs is, you know, it's a marketplace. So it's, yeah, it's the plan. So it de- it the, depends the, the on rare, the record the, yep, the yep, more, yep. and the quality, the more, you know, gonna drive out or conversely i know what i got rare one of a kind yeah. no low balls but or conversely like i think i got the dirt bomb thing for like 12 the vinyl for like 12 bucks says i'm the only one looking, <laughs> You're the looking, only for, one it. looking for it yeah <laughs> it only matters to like me and maybe like one other person on this earth and maybe uh, dirt bomb themselves it, who's to say yeah yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> mick fleet not mick fleet but uh mick uh oh my god why am i blanking on his name but right when you need it it's gone <laughs> yeah exactly uh, but anyways, uh, so my favorite album uh, of all time is this album by this another Detroit band called Electric Six. Okay, <laughs> I'm aware of this band. Uh, Electric Six is a fantastic band. Uh, they've it kind of actually from the similar era of the Dirt Bombs. Uh, they kind of came up around the same time too. Uh, they feel more dancey than garage band though. Yeah, but they. They're a weird, a weird fusion. Like they're, they're review- it's really hard to explain Electric Six. It really is. Just look up uh, Danger High Voltage, and that really that tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're one of their reviews for this album. Uh, from is like, oh, the disco pop punk band at the end of the world. <laughs> That's that's a okay. real review yeah. from a music from the when it were it is actually as of uh, I think this month or last month uh, it's the twentieth anniversary of this of uh, that yeah two thousand three was when Fire released the band was around in the nineties uh, at first they were called um, the Wild Bunch mm-hmm. and they actually recorded like some of their hits as the Wild Bunch I, I actually had they did a repressing. 
they did a they did they covered their own music as Electric Six instead yeah. of the Wild Bunch. Yeah, yeah. because well, legally, because like they found out that there was a British band called the Wild Bunch, that, so they changed their name. So they changed yeah. their name to Electric Six. But they did release a couple albums under the Wild Bunch name, and they actually did a reprint of that like a couple of years ago. So I bought that. So going back go. to our point of stuff that you'll never find digitally, mm-hmm. here's this. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I was looking for this album for like two years. Like I never found it, and mm-hmm. then even at Discogs, like it didn't really exist until finally, like someone listed. I just like would search every like every other month. I was like, yeah, maybe you know, mm-hmm. just. Plug it in, see what we find. Yeah, and so finally, uh, some record shop in England was selling it, and so I'm like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> Buy it now. And so and you know, so I bought it for way too much. But again, it's one of those. Things it's worth it. It's yeah, it's it's worth it for my undying love of this band. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've seen them live six times, seven times. Wow, maybe now. that's. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they're almost following them around at that point. Yeah, well, they come, they come back. Well, they're from our they're area, from, yeah, yeah. from the Detroit area. So they always come to Ann Arbor, either Ann Arbor or Detroit every year. Um, and they're coming back the, later this year, so I can finally see them at you know after COVID. This will be the first. Oh no, I went last year or two years. Anyways, <laughs> I've seen so many times I, I forgot uh, how many times yeah. I've seen them. But they they just bring down the house. They're such a great live band. They're 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 fantastic. So that long story short, that is my favorite. Right. <laughs> To cut that story, uh, I could keep going, but that's a separate <laughs> shiny thing. Uh, okay. That is my favorite album. All right. Uh, so my my crowning jewel uh, collection, piece of resistance vinyl record, uh, is from a band called the Proto Men, and that might sound familiar to some people mm-hmm. because Proto Man is a character from the Mega Man series, and uh, so this band started as a a rock rock operatic band who made up and covered their own story of Mega Man. Uh, Act 1 was a very grunge sound, a lot of feedback and stuff, which is a pretty good album. Mm -hmm. The second album uh, starts with kind of like folk rock and transitions into synth rock as as the city progresses and, you know, becomes like the city from Mega Man. Uh, So Act 2, The Father of Death, they put out an album that I have. This is... And uh, the... The uh, vinyls themselves are silver, which is pretty cool. What makes this vinyl uh, collection special is that it's a book, and you, you know the 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 uh, the vinyls are in the front and the back, and then in the middle is all these pages that give you all the lyrics and all the liner notes that tell you the story oh, of what's happening because cool. they're telling a rock opera, but not everything is being said, right? Mm-hmm. So they have the liner notes. But here's the thing: the center of it is a pop-up book you open <laughs> it and so the city cool. pops up out of it and that's like you so can cool. it's, it's, a, it's a pop-up book that's and i so think cool. they i'm pretty sure they won an award for that like because like how many pop-up <laughs> yeah. book final records that, do you have yeah, that's, so like that's that is incredible. my favorite because like oh my god who's doing that uh, yeah i love it <laughs> yeah it's great i and another side uh another thing too about the about kind of this hobby is just you again just the we've ta- hammered this point home of discovering stuff but like uh my fiance and i we have like this date night book like you know, you pick a random date and you know and do it and then you know you got to follow the instructions and do it but you know so you but you don't know until you scratch it off you just mm-hmm. kind of point like oh yeah it has i want this one yeah well, you know, have, open it up they have like different categories and you know i was like hey let's try this so and ours was you know uh decide uh go to you know go to 
go somewhere, you know, music shop where, you know, it doesn't have to be specifically records, but like we were, go to a music shop. Yeah. We're like, Oh, we're like, Oh, we're going to go direct. Or we went to actually went to an antiques place. Um, and got a and we and find an album uh, that has the coolest artwork that you both can decide what has the coolest artwork. Something that you agree on. Yeah. Something you both agree on, and then go home, listen to it, and then you know, and then kind of digest it and talk about it. Um, That's a really good idea. It really is. Um, I mean, that that date night one is a good idea, but yeah. also the book is a good idea, and I want it. Uh, yeah. Um, well, after this episode, I'll, I'll show you. It. <laughs> I appreciate. it. All right. Continue. <laughs> anyways, uh, so we did this, and we we end up. So we spent probably like two hours at the antique store, just going pouring through uh, albums, and because uh, this this is a huge antique mall, you know that, but uh, the town peddler shout mm-hmm. out. Uh, they have a ton of different stands that have. Uh, records and so we we spent a lot of time and we ended up finding this um one uh this one album i never knew about uh, by jethro tall and the artwork i'll show you after this and i'll take a picture for this episode and attach it when like we post this yeah the album is such a hardcore like heavy metal like heavy metal epic like that kind of style artwork and so that immediately like we both were like yes and <laughs> yes this um and so it turns out yeah that the, it turns out that jethro tall just did like this epic fantasy like al like pro- not prog rockish but like uh, i'm trying to think of a right word but like that would it technically would be a rock opera right yeah, telling a story yeah basically like a, yeah i guess just a rock opera like epic D style fantasy that's amazing rock yeah and we're like i had no and it wasn't like gimmicky either it's like, like jethro thank you date man. night book for yeah. getting me this album yeah so like i have great memories attached to that now and like the, the album's the album itself is great, it's great did the music. hero win <laughs> i think so <laughs> <laughs> and like the you know the album artwork's fantastic the album you know jethro tall's a great band regardless and so they killed it and it's like mm-hmm. how did this so that's Definitely in my top five of my collection. <laughs> there you go. All um, right. I think it's about time for us to uh, put a bow on this one. So the last question is, how do other people get into vinyl collecting? Uh, well, we've talked about it before. Just go find in your city. Your city is guaranteed to have at least one record shop or like a neighboring city. Yep. Um, and uh, go to uh, – go yeah, and just – I would suggest if when you get into it, though, don't – oh, A, you know, Invest in a really good record player because if you buy, you know, there are a heroes is only as good as their weapon. You yeah, need, you need a good record player to there really a, hear, yeah. feel the fidelity. Yeah, there are there are cheaper cheaper record players that uh, aren't kind to vinyls, and um, but you can do your own research on that. Uh, the uh, so a that b um, get some good speakers. Uh, and see, I mean, I, I have Bluetooth enabled speakers too. Um, so I can switch, like, if I don't feel like dealing with that, I can yeah, just, just pop it, it on my phone or something, yeah, whatever. Um, uh, but also, you know, kind of figure out what kind of, I mean, obviously, you know, you can just spend hours if you want just going, which I do that all the time. I, I don't really have a, but if you're growing your collection, I would kind of st- stick folk, with the genre, have a starting point of like what you're kind of looking to get. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just go, go there and. I would say nine out of ten record store owners are super cool and will like ask you, oh, well, and if you want to ask them for help and like have, uh, you know, they'll have a conversation with you, like, oh, what are you looking for? I can recommend these, yada yada yada, and you can get pointed in the right direction. Um, the tenth 
their 10th record store owners, like they're just to extract every ounce of money, uh, change out of your pocket. And I mean, obviously it's a business out there today, so they still want to make money, yeah. but you can be friendly about it and yeah. be helpful. Because when, you, when you're friendly and helpful- It doesn't have to be an antagonistic yeah. relationship. Because it turns out if you're friendly and helpful to people, they'll come back. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. That's, that's kind of the key. Uh, so yeah, nine out of 10 record stores, don't, don't hesitate to ask, ask about it. Um, and if, you know, and don't, have any like i was gonna say like support local businesses but i'll say you know if you're lazy that's fine I, there's a couple albums i've ordered online too you know so and yeah check out discogs um they can if you're looking for anything like, specific you can at least point you in their direction and you might find out that oh there isn't actually a vinyl for this or uh really fast because there's multiple ways to spell a disc how do you oh, spell discogs uh d-i-s-c-o-g there you go All s right. dot com <laughs> Discog, I think it's Discogs. Yeah, technically. So yeah. I mean, it's going to be one or the other, and I'm pretty sure Google's got you back. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, there's another point I was going to make too. Uh, so yeah, just and don't feel like you have to spend all the money too. And mm-hmm. you know, it it adds up really quickly. Oh yes. <laughs> um, uh, and so yeah, uh, but just I mean, just have if you have uh, two records, that's a collection. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just just have fun with it. You know, enjoy enjoy the albums that you get, and don't be one of those people that collect it just to collect it. Actually, please just actually play the music, play, listen to it, <laughs> listen to it. You um, could do the the pat method of you know one for the one for show and one for go. Well, I don't recommend <laughs> that. <laughs> but if you must, uh, if you must do that on purpose, uh, go ahead and do that. But um, I ain't gonna stop you. Yeah, it's your money. I don't care. Uh, what was the third point I was going to try to make? About, I don't know. You didn't tell me. About getting into this uh, hobby. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, whatever. <laughs> I, <laughs> step four profit. I don't know. Yeah, step All four right. profit. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. But yeah, just you know, go to your record, local record store, talk with some people, figure out what you kind of you want to collect because we've made these points in the past you know there's a lot of cool stuff out there mm-hmm. a lot of cool stuff that doesn't exist and uh so just try to find you know figure out what you're looking for i guess specifically and then there's multiple avenues to try and go for it uh, but just just overall have fun have fun all right time. thanks for bringing your shiny thing vinyl collecting in today absolutely uh like i said uh probably a couple of bands that i <laughs> that i uh we'll talk about later will be a separate shiny thing yeah i i agree i have some of those too <laughs> But anyways, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have anything you want to talk to us about, if you have concerns, comments, if you uh, have any corrections, uh, like you want to go, um, actually, uh, go ahead and contact us. We are at theshinypod at gmail.com. On, that's our email. Shiny Thanks Podcast on Facebook and at the underscore shiny underscore pod on Twitter or X. Feel about it. Thanks for listening.